Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Julbert Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connection. I am here with a really good friend of mine, Joe. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. How are you, man? Good? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, thank you again for taking time out your day to jump on this call with me and really share your knowledge with our podcast right here. Um, we got tons of business owners, tons of entrepreneurs that listen to us. So to get the ball rolling, tell us more about you. You know, what do you do? Yeah, I, um, I'm a 30-year-old entrepreneur in New York City. Nice. Um, I, uh, I own a big dog. I go on hikes. I play, <laughs> I play ice hockey. Nice. Uh, but, uh, and you're you know, plant-based. And I'm plant-based. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, we, we share that in common. Yes, yes. So t- you, I know you run a pretty cool company. Tell us about that, Whitestone Branding. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Whitestone Branding is a New York City branded products agency. Uh, we help our clients create awesome promotional products, merchandise, branded apparel. Really, if it has a logo on it, uh, we can likely make it. That's awesome. Are you, are you want, want to share some of the big brands you guys work with? Yeah, happy to. Um, some of our clients include Goldman Sachs, Museum of Sex, nice. Alteryx, um, the client roster is uh, is pretty diverse, but awesome. I think our core niche is in experiential marketing. So um, we're under a lot of NDAs, but we do yeah. work with and produce a lot of um, a lot of products for uh, liquor companies, nice. um, tech companies, and um, you know our, our client roster really really runs the gamut. Fantastic, man. So. How did you get started with that? I mean, because most 30-year-old, uh, they're not at the level that you're in right now. So how did you get started? When all that happened? And why? Why Whitestone Branding? Yeah. So um, I've wanted to own business for as long as I can remember. Um, I wanted to own restaurants growing up as a kid and actually went to trade school uh, to become a chef. I went to wow. culinary school to become a chef. And wait, you cook? <laughs> I, I cook a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to get some of that food. <laughs> I'm working on new plant-based recipes. So. Oh, I can't wait. You, you got to invite me over, man. I can't wait. That's going to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I wanted to own restaurants until I worked in one. Uh-huh. And um, so after I worked in one, I realized this was not going to be for me. And uh, I was kind of lost. I was 19. I was yeah. in summer camp. And I met a guy selling promotional products. And I just thought, um, you know, I, I saw all the cool things he was making specifically for Tequila Patron. Huh. And he was, ru- he was running the business from his BlackBerry. This was in um, 2007, I believe. Wow. And I just thought to myself, like, if this guy can do it, so can I. And I just started asking him all these questions. And yeah. I learned that, you know, this business allows you to work with any client, a Fortune 500, a mom yeah. and pop, a professional sports team. And uh, every client, large or small budgets for branded product. And I just thought, man, how cool is this? Uh, I could work with all these companies that I look up to and admire and have a positive impact on their business. And, um, you know, there's really nothing stopping me. So um, I went back to school. I majored in entrepreneurship and I just started yeah. writing, uh, 
started writing tons of business plans in and around promotional products. And um, yeah, I started the company a few years, a few years after college. Wow. You know, what's amazing is that you said you went to someone that was already doing it. You asked him tons of questions. You learned so much from him and then you didn't just go and do it. You create plans around it. That's huge. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I should say it was never my intent to start the company as early as I did. Um, I actually worked for two companies mm -hmm. after college. I worked for him for a short stint out in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, but but being being away from family and and in a desert just wasn't my vibe. <laughs> so um, I moved home. I worked for a, a company called LR Paris for uh, about eighteen months. Mm -hmm. um, I had great success with them, and. Um, just after being there for 18 months, I just thought to myself, uh, if I'm going to fall flat on my face, yeah, I, sh I should do it now. I should do it now before I have kids. I should do it yeah. um, before I have, you know, obligations to family and, oh. and while I'm young, I could always go get another job if, uh, if it didn't work out. So oh, man, <laughs> you know, I love it. I love take it. So the risk when you can, it, you, you mentioned you, you have this amazing client roster. You, you built a pretty successful business. I'm sure there were tons of challenges that come with that. So are you, do you mind sharing with our audience, you know, what were some of your biggest challenges growing this business? Yeah, that's such a good question. The challenges in the beginning were, I think, based around our brand. Yeah. Um, we had a very poor logo. We had an awful website. Mm. I didn't really think too much about how important the company's branding you know, now we're the aesthetic, a, a full, the design, yeah, the quality. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I think too, your, your, your focus and your positioning, mm. um, with promotional products and branded products, it really, it allows you to work with any company. And I think starting off, I worked with too many companies that were not ideal fits for me. Yeah. You know, I always, uh, tell my staff, you know, if you want to get to a million bucks in sales, do you want a thousand company? companies spending a thousand dollars or do you want 10 companies spending a hundred thousand dollars so mm. i just think early on we we onboarded all the wrong clients and you know that really set us back you know yeah. we, we weren't we weren't focused on um the right customers we didn't have uh the core customer defined and uh, that was challenging to um you know to change later yeah. on um I, I would say the structure early on you know, our lack of focus and just having no positioning in the market um, were, were some of the biggest challenges um, getting started. So I'm, I'm sure you learn a lot from that, right? Throughout that whole process. What would you say was like one of the biggest learning experience for you once yeah. you had everything going? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I think um, there's a few things I think about, you know, learning along the way. Um, the first is, you know, if someone's listening and they're just starting out or, yeah. or you're, or you're making your first couple hires, I, I would strongly recommend from experience that you hire your weakness. That was a mistake that I made early on was I hired salespeople and, and sales was oh. always my, sales was always my but. strength. Um, <laughs> and I didn't hire my weakness. Um, you know, maybe it was arrogance. I don't know, or just not knowing, <laughs> but, um, I didn't hire operations. I didn't hire finance. I didn't hire anyone to really, um, you know, hide my deficiencies. And, and yeah. early on was challenging. You know, I was not good at bookkeeping. I was not good at invoicing. And 
customers could see that, you know, when their invoice yeah. showed up, you know, two weeks after the order, <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, what's this Joe? Like, we haven't heard from you in weeks, you know? <laughs> um, so, so that was, um, that was something I learned along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I'd also say that your brand is so important. Your, your brand is what people will think about um, your company. And yeah, I did, I did not focus on our brand nearly enough. I, I didn't really think about how important your logo and your messaging really is. Um, and, and that really, I think, is um, pivotal for anyone starting out. You, 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 know, be a... you, you mentioned something here. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's huge. You said, you, you know, the value of the brand, the aesthetic of that, the brand, the positioning, right? That was one of your challenges in the beginning because you didn't have that. So what happened that caused you to pivot and really start focusing on, okay, I need to have these things in place. Yeah, I, I think it was um, started from hatred. <laughs> like I, 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 hate, I hated my brand. You know, I'm, I'm selling branding. I'm selling, yeah. um, I'm telling companies how to use their logo on product. And I didn't have a logo <laughs> that would work on product. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think it was really a bit of practice what you preach. And so, you know, we, we rebranded the company. We even changed the name. It used to be Whitestone Works. Um, mm. It's now Whitestone Branding. Yeah. And, um, you know, it started small. You know, we, we rebranded the website. Um, we've since had a new iteration, uh, which I think looks, you know, 10 times better. Um, and that just, I think that just changed our business overnight. Um, it allowed us to, uh, convert so many more prospects that we were going after. Um, much faster. And yeah. And also I think, you know, in, in a small way too, it, it certainly helped with attracting the right people. Yeah. Um, better positioning. So, better better branding it looks higher quality you know absolutely perception is everything nowadays (laughs) so absolutely especially when everything's web-based like people just can't walk into we don't have a brick and mortar so they can't walk in and and get to know us so you know it's it's um you know it's a first impression and i think one thing that i wanted to do when we rebranded the website was i wanted people to know what we did in the first three seconds of looking on our website if you can go on our website and know what we do without talking to us in three seconds, mission accomplished. Um, And I think, and I think we uh, successfully achieved that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now you've done such a great job with the rebranding and really pushing forward. You've actually made the Inc 5000 list, right? As one of the fastest growing companies. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, so what would you say was like the biggest contributor to get you to that list? Is it the branding side alone or were there a couple other things? Yeah, the, you know, I think the branding uh, for sure helped, but mm-hmm. I, I just think, um, you know, a tenacity, uh, you know, I think just like drive and determination, you know, yeah. not giving not giving up. Um, it, took, it took three years, um, you know, really to get to, to seven figures. And it took, um, you know, another two years after that to qualify for the Inc. 5000. And, um, you know, just being goal oriented um, and just not, not giving up, you know, I, awesome. I think do, um, doing right by your clients, um, making your clients feel valued and appreciated. 
Yeah. Um, I think that really has played a big part. You know, if I look at our client roster, so many of our clients have been with us for, you know, three, four, five years. And I think that comes from, you know, the love we give them, the attention we give them and the service we give them. Um, I think all of that, you know, really has, has played a large part into why wow. we, uh, we made the list. Now, would you say, right, like with any entrepreneurs, small business owners who's listening out there who want to grow their business past that seven figure mark, that, you know, that attention to details with your clients is, is vital. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think too, you know, going back to basics with, uh, with marketing. And, and what I mean yeah. by that is like, you know, handwritten notes, um, client gifts, um, you know, the little things, checking in, uh, making mm-hmm. sure that they know that you value them. Uh, that is, you know, I think what we yeah. really focus on, um, you know, in our business, it's, it's easy because we, we make products. So yeah. <laughs> um, every, everyone loves product. And so we use product to, to our advantage. And you know, we like to say, um, you know, surprise and delight. Like, how can you get your clients to think about you when they're not buying? Mm. Um, you know, how can you engage with them when you're not actively trying to sell them? Um, you know, wishing them happy birthday. Yeah. Um, you know, sending them edible arrangements. Um, you know, creating, you know, in our world, we create our own little um, uh, kits and we send them seasonally. Tell, tell us more and about so, that. Because I think that's huge, right? You have that kid that, that could benefit any potential clients you want to do business. Tell, tell us a bit more about what that looked like because I think that that's a big part on what makes you guys successful. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think the kits are in large part us having fun with what we do. Yeah. You know, we, we, we always create for our clients and, you know, we're a, we're a creative bunch and <laughs> – we're seeing what's successful. We're seeing what's out in the market. And, you know, I think we just said to ourselves, like, why aren't we making our own product? And why aren't we doing this more often? Uh, and why aren't we showing companies how to use products effectively? And I think that has been incredibly well received. And in a world where, um, in a world that's so competitive, yeah. you know, if you can have those little impressions um, and just those little variations um, that differentiate you from your competition, it, it goes such a long way. And I think that can pertain to any business and it just doesn't have to be product. But yeah, you know, I, I think just like the surprise and delight factor, putting a smile on people's faces is, is ultimately what's going to win. And, you know, especially in B2B, people want to work with people they like. And, you know, if you're easy and enjoyable to work with and you're friendly and you're nice and you, you surprise your clients with sweet treats and Know, cool products, um, you know, it, it, it pays dividends. And um, also it's just, you know, it's fun to do. And, and, you know, personally, I think it's the right thing to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us, what's the best way that anyone can reach you? Because, you know, I'm sure some people are listening like, oh my God, I need to find some really nice gift to put a smile on my client's <laughs> face. <laughs> you know, how do they reach you and your team? I, I appreciate that, Joel Bear. Um, yeah, easy. I'm, I'm super accessible on email, on LinkedIn, um, by phone, just um, joseph at whitestonebranding.com. Uh, awesome. My LinkedIn, I'm super active on LinkedIn. Um, yes. Our website, um, you know, we, we have a, you know, a contact us page, but you know, you can just reach out. Uh, hello at Whitestone Branding, Joseph at Whitestone Branding. Um, connect with me on LinkedIn. I, I love talking to other entrepreneurs. 
um, anyone looking to, um, you know, just talk and, and, um, you know, network, I'm all, I'm all for. Awesome. All right, everyone, this is all for today. Thank you again, Joe, for this amazing, amazing tips on how to get your business a seven figure and really like grow it. So I love it. So guys, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'll see you guys on the next one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.